Welcome to Grace Point Church Podcast. We are in a season that is known as Advent, traditionally a time when Christians looked forward with anticipation for Christmas. At that time when we look forward to the coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Indeed, the word Advent itself just means coming. We're going to be reading through a book written by Christopher Ash called Repeat the Sounding Joy which is actually a reflection or a devotional reflection taken from Luke's Gospel, chapter 1 and 2. would love to invite you to join us in these daily readings, a chapter every day, as together we look forward to the Lord's coming, rethinking about the first coming, but also longing for his second coming. We trust that you're going to enjoy the journey and that indeed you are going to be blessed. Thank you and welcome. Luke chapter 1, verse 18 to 25. Zechariah asked the angel, How can I be sure of this? I'm an old man and my wife is well on in years. The angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not be able to speak until the day this happens because you did not believe my words which will come true at their appointed time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and wondering why he stayed so long in the temple. When he came out, he could not speak to them. They realized he had seen a vision in the temple, for he kept making signs to them but remained unable to speak. When his time of service was completed, he returned home. After this, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant and for five months remained in seclusion. The Lord has done this for me, she said. In these days he has shown his favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. Chapter 4. Resting on a Word Faith is a strange thing. Somehow it is possible to believe and not to believe and all at the same time. Luke tells us that Zechariah and his wife Elizabeth were righteous in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commands and decrees blamelessly in verse 6. That doesn't mean that they were legalists trying to get right with God by keeping the law. Not at all. You could never be righteous before God like that. Righteousness is always by faith as Abraham learned in Genesis 15 verse 6. They kept the law because they believed the promises which were embedded throughout the Old Testament law. Despite the misery of the world and the sadnesses of the people of God, they believed that one day God would send a Messiah, a Savior, and fulfill all his promises. And Zechariah and Elizabeth lived their law-keeping, believing lives blamelessly. That doesn't mean sinlessly. It means they were genuine. It means that what you saw outwardly in Zechariah and Elizabeth fitted with what they were inwardly. They weren't hypocrites. They had integrity. They lived with a clear conscience. They were true believers. All down the Old Testament centuries, there were blameless believers like this couple. Sometimes the Bible calls them a remnant because the majority of the Israelites are not like this. Perhaps one of the earliest such believers was Job, who is three times described as blameless in Job 1 verse 1, Job 1 verse 8, and Job 2 verse 3. What a terrific couple Zechariah and Elizabeth were. I would love to have met them as they went on and on believing through the sadness of childlessness right into old age. 
And yet, when Gabriel the angel speaks to Zechariah as a messenger from God, Zechariah does not believe him. Luke 1 verse 18. He is a believer and yet an unbeliever. He doesn't believe Gabriel for the same reason we might find faith difficult today, the evidence of his senses. He knows that he is an old man. Every cell in his body, every muscle, every ache, every weary groan tells him he's an old man. He knows he's past being a father, and he knows that Elizabeth is well on in years. A nice, gracious way of saying she's an old lady well past her childbearing years. There's lots of simple, tangible, visible evidence of this. All their senses tell them they're too old to have a baby. What Zechariah hears is, in a manner of speaking, the supernatural gospel. There is a living God who is the creator and source of all life, including especially the procreation of a new human life. And this living God speaks. We find angels puzzling in our skeptical and rather arrogant culture, but they simply mean that God speaks and sometimes he does so through supernatural messengers, which is what angel means. Gabriel stands in the presence of God. He is a senior member of God's court and God has sent him to tell you this good news, verse 19 literally, to evangelize you. So Zechariah has to choose. On the one hand, he has the clear evidence of all his senses. On the other, he hears a word of good news, a gospel from a messenger of God. It is not all surprising that he hesitates. How can I be sure? That question has echoed down the centuries. We hear this gospel word, this promise, but we look at our life in the world and we wonder, how can we be sure that this word is true? Perhaps there is some teaching in God's word that makes you wonder, how can I be sure? And so Zechariah is struck dumb for a time. This is not so much a punishment as necessary discipline. He's a priest with responsibilities for teaching the people God's word, but now he needs a period when he can listen or think quietly about what he has heard until he sees the evidence that the word was true, which he most certainly will. The gospel that Zechariah hears is just a trailer for the full gospel that is to follow. It is amazing, and it is not surprising that Zechariah struggles to believe it, but the news that follows will infinitely be more wonderful. We too hear this full gospel, not usually by a supernatural vision of an angel, but by the reliable words now recorded for us in our Bibles. These words come from the presence of God, who has sent his messengers, the prophets and the apostles, to tell us this good news. Perhaps you, like Zechariah, find that you believe and do not really believe all at the same time. I doubt if you will literally be struck dumb, but there may be a need for us also to talk less and listen more, to give ourselves time and space to meditate on the gospel of the Lord Jesus, which Zechariah's son would herald. It is an amazing gospel that brings life to the dead, just as in this trailer it brought the new life of a baby to a man and a woman who are as good as dead. You will grow in confidence as you take time to thank God for the wonderful life-giving gospel. And we sing. Hear, Lord, relying on thy word, I claim thy promise true, that whosoever receiveth thee at once is born anew. E.H. Gladstone, Sergeant, 1887 to Unknown. And we pray. God our Father, who has promised new life to those who have no hope as you promised a son to this old couple who are beyond hoping, grant us grace to listen to truth and to set our hopes on the gospel you speak to us, 
that we may live by faith and not by sight. For Jesus' sake. Amen. Thank you for listening to Grace Point Church podcast today. Join us again tomorrow as we continue in this Christmas series of devotions and as we continue to long for our Lord's return. Even so, come Lord Jesus.